Welcome to yet another episode of Beyond the Present Podcast. My name is Daniel Mulligan, and I'm here joined live by Pujix from Toronto, Canada. Hey there, my man. How's it going? Life is awesome as always. How are you? I am doing fantastic. And we have... Can you guys guess who our guest is today? Can you guess him? What do we call him? What do we call him? That's right. We call him the Man Hub. The Man Hub is Sean Gold is right back. So, hey there, my man. How's it going? Hey, guys. Glad to be on the show again. It's wonderful to have you, my man. And today, the topic is kind of manly, and I like it a lot. It's about athletic mindset and a competitive spirit when it comes to getting results in life. So, first, let's start off. I got to say, ladies are getting into sports quite a lot. Uh, Well, let's be honest. We guys are a lot (laughs) more competitive than the ladies are. We respect the ladies. We love the ladies in our, basically, gyms. They inspire us. But the fact of the matter is, when it comes to competitiveness, we know who's taking the lead here, right? So, with that being said, speaking of that, uh, Pujix, talk about your athletic background. How often do you exercise? What's your athletic lifestyle overall? Uh, it's amazing. No, <laughs> it could always be better, I suppose. But um, but I think I, I'm generally on a relatively average level. I do, when I'm playing uh, competitive sports, like uh, soccer or something, I do get competitive quite a lot. Uh, but uh, but it's been a while since I uh, competitively played soccer. So, so uh, course, overall, competitive yeah, sports is something somehow a little bit different. It's a lot more professional. But like, how about yourself? Like, Do you exercise frequently? I know you do some yoga, basically. You exercise, yeah. Uh, simple exercises, yeah. And walking to the elevator and from the elevator do not count as exercise, by the way. Just, just, just so you know. Okay, <laughs> Sorry, Val. We just got <laughs> you here. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to Sean here. So, Sean, how about you? What is your basically approach towards sports, fitness, and athleticism? Do you tend to have a busy and active, uh, basically, in terms of your physical activities? Uh, do you think your life is active enough? Uh, I love it to be a lot more, but I absolutely love sports. I've grown up playing lots of sports, so uh, until I got injured recently. Oh so my goodness! What kind of injury? So I just had a ACL tear, and I'm just nursing myself back from surgery. Oh my goodness! So you had a surgery? What happened? What kind of sports you were playing? Uh, soccer. Uh, it was something else related as well. But yeah, it was more. I had soccer. no idea uh, soccer is so friggin' popular in Canada. Uh, it's getting there. You, you guys are hockey fans, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, it's not that that, that exciting. <laughs> all right, very nice. So let's first of all, of course, you know, having an athletic body is not the same as having an athletic mind, although they come together oftentimes. So let us now talk a little bit about the, the whole concept of an athletic mindset and how it does it differ from an athletic body. So Pujix, what the heck does an athletic mindset mean exactly? Well, I don't know if there's a very proper definition for it but my my side of things is for me i like that competitive edge that um, you know that healthy competitive edge not going out of my way to kill you so i can win <laughs> but but rather healthy like you have your opportunities i have mine i'll do my best to get get ahead of you basically and in, in, a, in a again for example for soccer mm-hmm. i want to score, score goals and uh, avoid conceding goals yeah Interesting. Very well. Sean, how do you define an athletic mindset? Uh, for me, it's about trying to be the best at what you're doing. Um, obviously, in f- uh, being a good sport is also very important. But at the end of the day, it's also about having fun. Um, you know, you, if you enjoy enjoy the sport that you're playing or enjoy your workout, it, it actually makes you really positive in life. 
Fantastic. Of course, you're all right. And personally, I a while back, I remember, I remember I opened up my first IGTV video about the subject of an athletic mindset. I remember a while back. It was probably a few months ago. And at that time, I talked about the importance of having an athletic mindset that is focused on challenging yourself on the way to bigger goals. Because let's be honest. What I mean, let's be, I'm, I'm going to ask you right now. What do you think all athletes have in common? Okay, so well, they all they all exercise. That's right. That's I very good. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So they, and they, other than they all exercising, any other factors that they have in common? Yeah. So, so one of the things is they're all achievers, in my opinion. They want to achieve something. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have a, if you didn't have a certain goal and you didn't want to go out of your way to, you know, achieve your your that particular goal, you wouldn't go through the whole pain of exercising and. Going uh, like playing day day in day out, uh, lifting weights, going for runs, making uh, sure your diet is proper. This takes a lot of commitment. You have a, you need to have a reason for that. Otherwise, that wouldn't make any a lot of sense. Fantastic, that makes sense. Ishan, how about yourself? What do you think? I really admire the dedication and sacrifices they make uh, to achieve their goals. So, in a way, top athletes are a prime example of how to achieve your goals and how to give everything to achieve that. You know, we can say, oh, yeah, they make a lot of money or they, they, they're so popular, but you have to see the amount of hard work and sacrifice and hours of training, uh, facing abuse from the fans and whatnot, but they're still at the top of their game. Exactly. And to define this myself, I'm going to quote what I heard in one of my favorite movies called uh, Up in the Air, starring George Clooney. And at one point uh, in this movie, the uh, main uh, basically protagonist asks the other guy, do you know why we love athletes? And then he responds, well, because they bang lingerie models. And then he responds, well, that's why we love athletes. Do you know why kids love athletes? And then he responds, because athletes follow their dreams. All that, I mean, let's be honest, if you want to be an athlete, then it means you have huge, big dreams because you cannot achieve your goals right away when you're an athlete. So with that being said, we want to focus on that dream aspect of an athletic mindset that is focused on winning the prize down the line. So Pujix, you yourself, do you think you have an athletic mindset? Yeah, I think so. And that's why what I meant by the, the whole notion of competitiveness and all that absolutely uh, you is, do otherwise I, you wouldn't be no. here my man why, why don't you explain <laughs> why you have an athletic mindset uh, well again I'm, I'm just going to go to that very notion that you just mentioned and that's you know banging the lingerie models dreams <laughs> no following the dreams <laughs> that's right because, <laughs> because because like uh, uh, as you mentioned all kids have dreams and all uh, all the when you see it in TV shows, movies, or in athletes, or in other people, uh, uh, fictional or real, you see this. Uh, the, the kids are even ourselves are we are really attracted to these characters, and wow. this is amazing because we all had dreams, and at some point, I hope we still do, all of us, and uh, we really like to achieve them. I personally do. I, I love to uh, go find find a goal for myself with, uh, alongside my dreams, uh, on the path to my dreams achieve them one by one till I get somewhere around. I, obviously, the dreams get modified as we progress in, in time, but um, that's, that's the whole point. We want to uh, achieve our dreams uh, or a modification of them. Fantastic. Ishan, how about yourself? Do you think you are possessed with uh, an athletic mindset? I think so. and it's, It gets a lot more visible when actually playing a sport. Like You would see a different side of me. Dude, uh, I had I'm, no I'm idea you were injured that hard, man. That's, oh you, you had an injury. Yeah, you had a surgery, man. 
Yeah, so it is a tough road, but I what I wanted to stress on was that when I'm playing, I mean, I'm in the zone. The target is to just do the best you can, and you know, at the end of the day, have a good laugh about it. But until the game's on, I'm out there, I'm fierce, and really motivated to do well in what I'm doing. That's wonderful. So let us right now move on to our audience here because they want to know how they themselves can actually develop that athletic mindset because I'm not a believer in the fact that you are born with an athletic mindset. I do believe that you can actually build it up yourself and start from zero. So let's start from some of our audiences out there who might not necessarily be highly motivated. They might perhaps not have a huge dream and they do not have a basically an athletic mindset. So for these uh, listeners out there, uh, Pujas First Yourself, do you have any recommendations what they can do to become actually uh, more goal-oriented and become more athletic in terms of their thinking. Yeah, so I want to emphasize again on the notion that you don't really have to be athletic to be to have an athletic mindset. Very good point. You have to be into all types of sports. No, yeah. So as you mentioned, that's about uh, achieving our dreams and all all those good stuff. So yeah, in that sense, I think I agree with you. I mean. There might be an indication that some genes carry more competitiveness in them. That I don't know. I just don't know. But I think it generally it's very uh, very doable to achieve that level of athleticism, uh, my mental athleticism. That's right. Uh, with practice, with with proper uh, mental diet, psychological diet that you can uh, you know cater to yourself, um, and then with that develop this uh, whole mindset. Be able to be motivated all the time and be able to even on your bad day you still go for your run uh hypothetical run it could well uh, it could be also be run, literal that's right or literal yeah um so that, that's the point like the point of the athletes is not it so for example usain bolt which is the fastest man alive it doesn't mean that he really liked to go for runs every single day of his life wow no probably not but even if he didn't he knew that he had to because he knew he wanted to compete in olympics and in these big games and he wanted to get that gold medal and he did but he knew that even on the days that he doesn't feel like it he has to go for a run fantastic so sean what do you recommend our listeners who might not necessarily have an athletic mindset right now to start to develop one I think the biggest uh, factor for me that helped me inculcate that mindset was passion about something. Um, if you're passionate about the club you follow or passionate about something in life, things do start falling in place because you're going all out to achieve that. And um, one more thing that it actually helps you achieve that mindset is self-discipline uh, because all these athletes, for example, are good role models when it comes to being disciplined and doing things consistently no matter what the outcome can be in the beginning wow. because at the end of the day, they actually reach where they are. That's wonderful. Of course, you mentioned both uh, terminologies, consistency and discipline. I really believe in both of them. However, let's be honest, acquiring these two well, it's just hell of a lot easier said than done. So let us actually talk about developing these two qualities, which I believe, and I completely agree with you, Ishan, are the foundations and the cornerstones of an athletic mindset. Let's first start off with discipline, which is the foundation, and hopefully I'm going to move on to uh, being more consistent as well. So, uh, Pujix, what is exactly discipline? Let yep. us first define you know, the proper approach and the proper meaning of discipline for our listeners and then talk about how to actually acquire it. So what exactly is discipline? Well, to me, discipline is about the structure. We live in a structured world, of course, but it doesn't mean that it structures our behavior completely to a degree society does, but 
The point is, if you want to do something, if you want to set your goal, let's go out of sports for a second. Let's let's say you want to, you have an exam that you want to prepare for. IELTS right. exam, I don't know, university exam. So the point is, you can't go about it, you know, just just starting to grab your book and study anytime that, you know, you're like, okay, yeah, I feel like studying right now. So the point is you want to create a structure, a system that helps you study at the given time. And I don't, I don't mean to sound really rigid. These can be rigid or non-rigid. That's, mm-hmm. that's irrelevant. The point is you have a, 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 you know, some sort of schedule, some sort of plan to attack this, you know, studying or again, mm-hmm. back to sports. preparation towards you know you have to go for a marathon run in a month and you have a month to prepare that well you come up with the the set of the uh, you know plans and this uh and schedule Mm -hmm. to attack this problem and getting you know in shape so that whole structure that we're just talking about and i'm meaning and i mean it very uh, you know broad i don't mean it very specific that whole set of structure i would call discipline and it's probably one of the hardest thing i had to do and i still struggle at times to keep myself in, in discipline. Of course, I think uh, you and I, we both have implemented a 10x approach towards life. Once you do that, I guess it becomes a lot, a lot easier to actually be more disciplined. Uh, that's true. And it makes a lot of sense. So, uh, Ishan, how do you define discipline and how do you actually get yourself to be disciplined? So, for me, discipline is the mental battle between the enemies that are inside you, that is wow. procrastination and whatnot. That was the most well epic definition outside. of discipline I've ever heard, dude. Like, I literally <laughs> want to start just, uh, I want to go back to like 300 Spartans. Like, this is Sparta. Like, that was pretty cool, man. I loved it. Quite, quite, quite emotional and uh, poetry. Exactly. <laughs> the inner enemies. That was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, yeah, that's the really important thing is that you're battling your inner enemies, the wires that's inside you, and the people that are outside you who are trying to bring you down, right? Um, and so it's about, you know, telling yourself, I have to steer clear of all these things and look at what my aim is. And if my aim is to do well in an exam or is my aim is to, you know, score 100 goals or whatnot. I look beyond those factors and I try and achieve what I want and keeping in mind that this might or might not work out. But the whole feeling that, yes, I've given it my best shot comes from being disciplined at what you do. That's wonderful. And of course, I like to define discipline the way I learned it from my own mentor, Mr. Brian Tracy. And he defines discipline as follows. Discipline is the ability to get yourself to do what you know you should do when you should do it whether you feel like it or not. And I want to emphasize on the fact whether you feel like it or not because a lot of the times we know what we should be doing with our lives. We know that that's the right thing, that's the wrong thing. We sh- I should not do this, I should do this. But guess what? We don't feel like it. And we use that emotion and feeling to rationalize why we should procrastinate, right? And because of this, I believe there's a huge component uh, to this whole discipline, which is emotional in nature, and that is understanding that your feelings aren't always on your side. We have this emotional circuitry in our brains that is millions of years old, not always you know, in accordance and uh, somehow relevant to the modern world. And because of this, that ability to say, just, just you stop yourself and you say, listen, I don't feel like doing this and this and that, but I'm supposed to do them, so let's get it started. And of course, at the beginning, it's very difficult. It's kind of like lifting weights. I mean, I don't know about you guys. Uh, I don't know about how much you guys uh, basically, when you're, uh, let's say, going for your bench press, right? I don't know what your record is, how, how many pounds, or uh, I think in Canada, it's like kilograms, right? The system for measurement is like... 
It's actually pounds. It's actually pounds. Very well. So I don't know, like, what's your record in terms of pounds, uh, Ishan or Pujix? I don't know how, how much you guys uh, basically uh, can uh, lift. Oh, I don't bench as much, but uh, when I well, my my record is actually quite low. It's like around, I think, uh, 60, 70 pounds. Well, that's not that low, by the way, because I'm pretty sure when you yeah, first started it, you couldn't do 70 pounds, could you? No, absolutely, obviously not. You see, no. it's the same thing with discipline. I literally think of discipline as nothing more than a muscle. That at the beginning, it's almost impossible to do things that require a lot of discipline. However through time can actually uh, start developing and strengthening your discipline muscle by practicing. So the first time, getting yourself to just sit down, I remember like uh, we uh, earlier talked uh, with Pujix about how we got into reading, and I remember like how at first it was so difficult for me to actually sit down and read a book. But uh, that discipline power at first was not strong enough, but as I tried to use that power of discipline again and again, eventually I could get myself to do a lot more things because of that discipline. So ultimately, it's about practice as well. You want to practice the discipline, and eventually it gets a lot easier to get yourself to do things you don't feel like doing, but you know you and, should. And following your trajectory, I probably can't do the 60 and 70 again because I haven't been practicing. Oh, so boy. <laughs> That's there, right. It's been a while now, all right? So please don't just go yeah, overboard no, here, man. You're going to have the same injury yeah. like uh, Sean did. <laughs> no, I hope not. Was, if you, if you get there, you still need to practice to keep yourself being there. If you stop, it's just gone. And well, of course, but you said keep yourself being there. And that's exactly yeah. what's my you know next thought about, and that is consistency. That's also what Ishan mentioned earlier. Because you can have the discipline, but if you don't have that long-term perspective, you also won't get there. So let's start first with Ishan here. Ishan, what does it mean to pursue our goals consistently and with consistency? Um, it's about being relentless, right? Um, I, I, even if we were to take the example of the leading athletes, they get a lot of abuse. They fail lots of times. And, you know, there are always people out there writing columns saying, yep, that person is done. The career is over. Or, you know, the same goes in real life when people say, oh, you'll never be able to do that. And that's when you actually kind of rise like a phoenix. And that wow. gives you the most joy. And that's being consistent. That's being relentless that I might be dead and buried, but I'm going to rise again from the ashes. Sean, listen, first, you almost made me cry because of what you just earlier mentioned <laughs> know, about right? the inner enemies. And now you just used the whole rising from the ashes, man. I'm starting to cry here. <laughs> you just <laughs> inspire me, man. That's just so amazing. All right. Let's move on now to Pujix. Pujix, how can you become more consistent and how can we all learn to be more consistent? Yeah, I mean, one of, one of the steps is in discipline itself, and that is... When you don't feel like it, you still do it. Uh, when you keep doing this practice, and that comes to, say, whatever that thing is, when you don't feel like it and you know you have to do it and you do it, over time, you're building a muscle of consistency, if you will. But the point is, ultimately, as I, as I mentioned with the, with the benching thing, as an example, uh, knowing the notion that if you don't practice, or, or we, we had an episode on languages, uh, same with languages. If you just don't practice your, the language that you're learning new, you get to a good a good level, and then you stop practicing, and you stop being interacting with that language. That's right. In any means, over time, you start losing that ability to be fluent or to whatever level you were. So, uh, know, knowing that and having that notion in mind, and again, uh, keeping your emotions in check, because as you mentioned, our emotions are not always our, at our side. Then you can uh, you can come to again another set of plans, uh, or, or or any method that you you know or you. You, you use 
to to build consistency. And that's I can't emphasize enough that that's super important. Absolutely true. And Ishan earlier also talked about the importance of knowing how to deal with failures. Guys, you all know failure because you're both very successful and it's impossible to be successful without failing a lot. And there will be those times when you feel you have tried your very best, you've made your effort and boom, it didn't happen again. You find yourself dark in the corner, alone by yourself, all your hopes lost and you feel like you have failed your entire life's mission. During those tough moments, a lot of us give up but those with an athletic mindset do not. And let's just talk about dealing with failures and trauma that all athletes go through and everybody with an athletic mindset can actually deal with. So first you, Sean, I'm pretty sure you have failed because everyone who is successful has failed and you are one of the most successful and achieved individuals that I know personally. So from your perspective, like when you face with a failure that almost hurts or even breaks your heart. Maybe you've actually failed in many other areas of your life. Perhaps, I don't know, in a relationship or in your running your business or health problems. We all fail. We will all have those tough moments when life starts to challenge us and it starts to punch us in the face. In those tough moments, Ashan, how do you get yourself to keep pushing forward when you do not see the light at the end of the tunnel? Oh, wow. So I think that the one thing that really helps me is anger, uh, like the anger of like a caged up tiger um, wow. in that sense that you've been cornered, you've been bullied, you've been beaten up, you've been buried and whatnot. And that's when your anger, uh, and I mean anger in a good way, it's not like trying to kill someone, but anger to rise because um, everything's not going your way. And I think that anger gives you that kind of determination to keep pushing yourself more or change your approach or change your tactics like how we do in a game you mentioned anger what do you get angry at do you get angry at those who are haters or those who wish you harm do you get angry at the failure at yourself so there are two things um as we mentioned before in a couple of episodes love your critics because they push you harder right love your critics because let them say whatever they want but that's actually going to give you more motivation so i think one of the anger comes from looking at what people are saying about you not reacting to it but in your head it should be like yeah it's time to give a response to that and and that's what actually sets your level higher and personally for me it's about also being angry at myself this is like why did not why was I feeling in this? What can I do better next time? How can I change my tactics? Is it the match conditions that I can change or it's something the way I approach things in life? Wow, pretty amazing. So Pujix, move on to you. You also, on the way to greatness, have, of course, had your own tough moments and down moments. So first of all, how do you feel when you fail and when you get, when you get your heart broken? And how do you recover and rise from the ashes, as mentioned basically by Sean? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, it's it's just amazing actually, and I and I mean it in a in a in a real sense. I mean, it's not amazing in terms of how it feels, but it's amazing because you know you're you're doing something. If you don't fail, it means you didn't do anything. It, I think there's a quote I don't know who is attributed to, but if you don't fail, uh, you don't do something like that. So uh, I, I I I totally agree with Ishan. That was a very good point. So I just want to elaborate and add a little to it, and that is. Um, I mean, he might he might mean the same thing. I just uh, put it in a different words. But I basically use that energy coming to sh- take the shape of an anger and channel that towards uh, you know a, a very aggressive energy that I can correct myself and better myself and improve myself. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I love the critics. I mean, 
they hurt your feelings quite a lot, a lot of the times, whether they're correct or not. But that's irrelevant. Um, nobody likes to be uh, hearing their they, they suck or whatever. So, but 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 again, uh, whether they're wrong or right, they fuel you. Yeah, I mean your 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 emotional side. And the, the the important thing is to know not to be reactive to those emotions, but actually la- rather channeling them towards a constructive. Um, the deployment of those emotions. Interesting. And you mentioned right now, of course, both of you guys are intellectuals, so you have gone through a lot of things. But right now, let's say one of our listeners says, well, it's easy for you guys to say. I mean, you're the Pujaks and you're the coolest shot, but I'm not. Let's say somebody right now has put his entire life savings into a business idea or an investment and has lost all of it. Let's say some girl or some boy was just told by his or her partner that he or she is no longer loved and his or her heart is broken right now listening. Let's say somebody has just some hopes for the future, but just realized that his father or mother has cancer. For these individuals who are right now listening and they feel they're down they say, okay, it's easy for you to say Poojiks and Ishan and Daniel. So what would you tell them right now who are listening? First, you, Pujix. Oh Well, um, I actually want to draw an example from my childhood because if you talk about big examples, people will come up with those, yeah, easy for you or Dan or Ishan or whatever. So I actually want to draw, and everybody can relate to this because we all had these moments one way or the other. And that is, I was, uh, so I was actually getting back to the idea of sports. I was, I was, uh, so when I was in primary school, I think I was, say, I don't know, 9, 10, 10, probably. Uh, so at that age, kids are too small and, uh, like, physically too small. And um, nobody's a good goalkeeper, but I wanted to be, become a good goalkeeper at the mm-hmm. time. And I don't want it anymore. This is soccer, by the way. That's right. So, so, so it was really hard, and I kept failing, and we kept conceding goals. I mean, we scored goals too, but my inner battle was not to concede as many goals as, as, as so, so many goals. And and, um, they, and 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 there were outside critics. There was like you know kids in the schoolyard. They were like, "Oh yeah, you suck" or whatever. So so I, and for a kid at that age, that's really tough. Exactly. And that, that was tough, and I actually remember that emotion. I was really sad. And I was really upset. Um, I, I pretty much teared up, and but then I. Put uh, put those tears away. I'm, I'm, I have nothing against crying, by the way. I'm not. I'm not trying to say like, oh, be tough. No, at that moment, it was not the time. Wow. The time was to find a way to, you know, get inside in front of the goal and make sure you don't let the ball pass in. Mm-hmm. And you know, that moment that I teared up, but I stopped myself. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is it. There was a penalty, and I was able able to jump and save that penalty with that little size that I had, oh, which was my. quite amazing. And everybody came to. Uh, all those people who said, you suck, you suck, came to hug me at that point. Oh, I was like, oh, what the wow. fuck happened? <laughs> Ishan, you think you're yeah. epic? Check out this story, man. See how epic it is. I'm literally uh, starting to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Very nice. Great story. Great story. So it doesn't matter what you've done. You can always be that guy who catches a penalty. That's just wonderful. So, Sean, how about you? What is your perspective? What is your advice to those of our listeners who have who have got their, their hearts broken or they're extremely down today? What do you tell them? 
I would tell them that, um, you know, there's always hope. I think that's the whole reason we keep trying again. There's hope that we'll make things right. There's hope that we'll achieve our dreams. And that's how a lot of people end up achieving what they want. And, uh, um, I mean, we can always draw inspiration from all the great people. But even looking at normal people, how just people are, you know, doing their best, hoping for the best, they're, they're inspiration too, right? Um, how people go about doing their jobs and, you know, making sure things are falling in place. So it's about having hope in your dreams. And until you have no hope or belief, um, that's when you start failing because hope and dreams are what makes uh, reality come true. It is wonderful, hoping and dreaming. So we have so far mentioned the majority of things about having that, you know, athletic mindset. Let us talk a little bit, of course, about competition before we end the show. So speaking of being competitive in nature, because guys, let's be honest, especially if you're an entrepreneur, if you're in the world of business or anything, you know, nowadays also in the field of science and academia, we have a lot of competition going on. And uh, if you're an academic, then probably you face with a lot of geniuses from uh, basically China, from India who are now literally they're rocking the world in the best institutes around the world if you are in business of course we always face with a lot of uh, competition so the world is now more competitive than ever which means if you're not willing to compete you probably will go down very quickly so Pujix how can we prepare our minds for the modern world and how can we become more competitive in order to achieve more in business in life as well as in education Good point. A very good question because I think there is a balance that might be forgotten in this competitive world. Uh, first of all, you have to define uh, what you're competitive for. And that's not just one thing and that's just like your work or your academia or sports or whatever. It has to be a set of things. What I want to achieve personally, what I want to achieve in, in my social group, what I want to achieve in in my job or in my sport or, or in academia or anything. So you have to have a set of these visions of your future self and then understand, give or take, what should be sacrificed, uh, what are the things that you need to put aside, uh, what are the things that you need to do, come up with that discipline. And ultimately, it is very important to bring that balance home because you see a lot of people who are super achieved in one area uh, they're very successful business people. They're very successful athletes, but they suck when it comes to raising their kids. Exactly. And that's not cool. So wow. it's, it's very important to be able to strike that balance and have an idea of being competitive in all of those areas that you want to involve yourself in. I love the part where you talk about sacrificing because a lot of us, we know what we like. There are a lot of things out there that we like and we want to have, but are we willing to make the sacrifices necessary to get them? I mean, the ones who want to run their own business, are you willing to come home and sacrifice your leisure to build up your online business or to work on a new skill or just want to, you know, play Call of Duty? It all depends on you. That sacrifice is always a huge component of being able to get what you want. Let's move on to Ashan here. So what is your perspective, Ashan, about this matter? Um, so I would say that – I'm sorry, can you – hello? Hold on a second. I think we're, we, we have lost contact here. Sean, Sean, do you hear me? Yeah, I do now. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me repeat my question again. So, uh, I was asking you about the process that it takes us to achieve what we want and to be, be able to compete in this world that is very competitive more than ever before. Uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, competitiveness is not a bad thing in my opinion. But uh, as Puya mentioned, there's some people who just take it over the top. Um, if uh, and I think it's still important to stick to your principles of integrity and honesty matters, then I wouldn't go out of my way to cheat 
and achieve what I want just because I want to beat my competitors, uh, if that's really important to you. So it's really striking a balance between what is good sportsmanship versus what is actually bad sportsmanship and cheating. And I personally don't like bad sportsmanship. And you see that all the time when, you know, you're playing somewhere in a game or you might be online gaming or you might be just meeting people and they don't take losses, um, you know, in a, in a positive way. Mm. They start mm. finding excuses or they'll just throw dirt back at you. So personally, I tend to stay away from such people. That's wonderful. So with all of that being said, we're now gradually approaching the end of the show. So let's try to wrap up the entire conversation and reach a conclusion. So Pujix, after all of our discussions regarding the concept of athletic mindset as well as competitiveness, what is now your final thought for our listeners? Well, yeah, as we mentioned, this athletic mindset, this, you know, sports-driven kind of mentality is not really limited to sports, although that's great to enjoy sports as well. But, uh, but as, uh, as we uh, progressed in our talks, we went more generic, uh, further and further generic. So, yeah, the point being, uh, you can have an athletic mindset and, uh, and apply that in your day-to-day life. And, um, again, getting back to... Uh, to sum up, I think the good points that Ishan made, you made, um, I think uh, three words, discipline, um, consistency, and balance would be. I think it'll be for you four words, buddy. Discipline, consistency, (laughs) balance. For you, Pujix, is four words. Discipline, consistency, balance, and arsenal. I'm pretty sure about that. That's the fourth one for you, personally. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Very well. And by the way, never, never, ever joke about arsenal with Pujix. Because in this part, he does really bad, terrible athleticism, I'm telling you. He's going to kick your ass. (laughs) All right. Let's now move on to Ishan. Ishan, what is your final comment? My final comment would be I encourage everyone to play sports or watch sports because that actually teaches you a lot, um, even without having to think about it, Um, because it teaches you the spirit of teamwork, competitiveness, how to be a good sport. Um, And other than that, the whole athletic mindset can be applied in any sphere of life. And remember, you can always rise like the phoenix. Hey, Ishan, please stop it. I'm going to really start crying here, man. Seriously. But (laughs) joke aside, and that's all the time we have for. And to all of our listeners, I do agree with you and with what you mentioned, Pujix and Ishan. Ultimately, you want to develop your athletic mindset, but please do know that doing sports, uh, I don't know, going for fitness, exercising on a regular basis, these all will actually help you to develop that athletic mindset naturally and through your physiology. So keep that in mind, please, and understand that the more you move, the healthier you get. And of course, that's all the time we have for. I want to thank both of you, Sean and Pujix, for your wonderful ideas. Pleasure. Thank you, Dan. Definitely. And of course, to our listeners out there, if you're right now listening to us on iTunes or Google Play, do you know that we can actually read it, leave a ra- uh, basically ranking here and make us uh, somehow reach a wider audience? So please take your time right now. It's going to take literally less than one minute, probably even 35 seconds. If you go really fast, probably 20 seconds if you're like a very fast uh, smartphone, and just leave a quick ranking on iTunes or Google Play. And of course, if you have any ideas, you can always leave those for us on podbean.com as well. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Daniel Mulgan, and this was Beyond the Present Podcast. Podcast.